Welcome to the Phil's Landscaping Podcast, where we cover everything landscaping to help you consistently kick the day's ass. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Phil's Landscaping Podcast. Uh, We're back with another episode, and we got our co-host here, John File, back from the sunshine. Let's go. You know, we're here celebrating. I just popped the top a minute ago. With a sparkling water. Phil's got one. And Brooklyn, Montana, formerly Walker, is in the building as well. And Phil and I will introduce her. But I would mention, uh, I am on a little bit of a time frame. I flew all the way back. I flew back from Palm Springs to be with Phil today. Get this in. And uh, encourage, uh, you know, the Phil's Landscaping clan, the crew, as well as all the listeners out there. And uh, continue to hear great things about what's happening in the landscaping industry, baby. Absolutely. There's always something good going on in the landscaping industry. And Phil's Landscaping especially. Yeah, we're growing like a weed. Growing like a weed. And we ain't (laughs) using no Roundup. We're going to let it fly. Yeah. Um. So, without further ado, we'll give a quick introduction to our friend Brooklyn Walker here. So, hello, hello. So, I want to. So, so Brooklyn's here, and I want to kind of bring this all full circle real quick, and then Brooklyn, from her perspective, can give us uh, what she remembers. So, Brooklyn called me uh, three years ago. Yep. Three years ago, she said, uh, "I met. I know this guy who used to play basketball at the Y. Phil. Phil has Phil quite a Y baller." Yep. Quite a wide ball. Little, for oh, yeah. those who don't know, I have a little wide ball background too. Um, and uh, I, sometimes I was actually on the all star team at the Y. Um, we, got a, we got an all star from Bothell. Did anybody know that? Anybody hear that? We played or, with him at the Y. And you guys played with him at the Y. So We trained with his dad. Basically, Paul, basically, I'm an all star in the NBA. <laughs> I think everybody from Bothell should feel like. We're all all stars. Anybody who played at the right. YMCA, North Shore YMCA, is an all star today in my book. That's a tangent. But Brooklyn met uh, Phil at playing at the Y, and uh, Phil reached out to people like you do when you're starting a business if you want to be successful in business. So this is point number one. Anybody on there that's trying to grow your business and trying to make more customers and make friends and influence people, reach out to people. Tell them what you're doing. So Phil reaches out to Brooklyn, and then you can take it from there. Yeah, so Phil reached out to me. We grabbed coffee at the Bothell Starbucks, and yeah, and I said, I know a guy you got to meet, and here we are with John File, so I introduced them then, um, and then Phil started doing John's lawn, correct? Yep. Yeah. Yep. We used to have Miguel, so this is another This is another idea, right? People might have a guy, but their guy might not be doing it, may not be getting it done. And so uh, Miguel, Miguel wasn't wasn't getting it done. He'd sent out kind of a crew that wasn't Miguel, and he'd probably grown, and you know, and he's getting after it, et cetera, et cetera. But he kind of lost track of old Johnny. And uh, so I hadn't seen I hadn't seen those guys in a while. And so when Phil came knocking, I think we talked about this analogy before. It's like if the restaurant that you go to every Friday night, you know, is closed one night. You know, you're going to be all right with one. You go, okay, we'll try something else. So we'll go get Thai food tonight instead or whatever. But then you go back the second time and it's closed. And it's like, oh, weird. And the place you went to that last Friday, you go to again. And guess what? Now you got a new spot. And that's exactly what happened with our yard. Is Miguel, they, they just hadn't been around, hadn't been around. Brooklyn meets Phil. 
says you got to meet him. Got a lot of energy. And and from there, it's just been awesome to watch. I mean, Phil is a. We're going to talk a little bit, I think, about organization today. On Phil, I'm looking at Phil's notes. Phil has diligent notes, by the way, for his podcast. They're they're on a note card. They're very organized. But he uh, he wants to talk a little bit about organization. Imagine that. And we're going to talk about community, teamwork, finding ways to win, uh, and enjoying. You know enjoying uh, our work and, and our life in the process of building uh, a business of any kind. And so that's what we're here to do today. And Brooklyn uh, is as good as anybody to provide a sense of connection and community and, and how to win, um, you know, and how to win at life and connect people to the things that they care about. And that's exactly what she did with us. So um, I'm excited to have Brooklyn on here. And uh, this is Brooklyn's. First, First podcast. Podcast. Ever. Ever. <laughs> on and, Phil's uh, Landscaping. It's on the Phil's Landscaping podcast. I have a feeling she'll get a very short uh, leave beyond the Love the Process podcast uh, <laughs> because we've been remiss at doing podcasts. And uh, But anyway, that's neither here nor there. We are excited at Brooklyn. And um, so she could share a little of her heart uh, and we can talk and, and kind of hit on some of these ideas about how to stay organized, how to work as a team. Because Brooklyn... If you go back in time, Brooklyn, we've known Brooklyn, I've known Brooklyn since she was... Probably the same time. I probably the same time she met Phil. Junior in so high school. Junior in high school, she started uh, nannying for our family. Cannon was born, so that would have been eight years ago. A little over, Cannon's eight, almost nine. So that would have been eight to nine years ago. And um, her 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 family is, is all the same. They're, they're all built in a way to serve and to help and to, to build and to grow um, things that matter. And so uh, that's not just business, that's that's families and, and having fun and enjoying one another. And I think it's important to to note that you've, it's important to, to like the people you work with. Like it's important to have a good sense of camaraderie. Um, you also need to have complimentary skill sets. Brooklyn is, is uh, yeah, we, we've done a number. We've done real estate now. She leads, helps lead our real estate team uh, three plus years yeah. in, in, into that. She, she helps with marketing in the uh, insurance business. And then she is, uh, is part of the startup launch of File Strategies and Love the Process and, and doing all kinds of things, which has actually got her even kind of back more involved with some of the things that are happening in Phil's landscaping. As Phil and any other business owner out there probably realizes, like, I, I'm good at doing this, but I can use some partnership in, in helping with other aspects of the business so that I can keep doing this. And uh, I think a lot of times you see, uh, you know, the folks that Phil and I met at the Entrepreneur Conference, and this is to any of you single ladies out there, they marry, they marry their, uh, their organization and administrative support. Um, I'm not saying that that's going to happen with Phil's landscaping. <laughs> <laughs> but but <laughs> Phil's laughing. Phil turning red. So message but, message Phil but, on Instagram. But, but if you want to drop Phil a line or me, we're not opposed. We got a finder's fee. We got a finder's fee. But I told Phil this. I'll tell Phil this, and this is why I'm saying with Brooklyn that I'm so grateful for it. Is so true of at the highest highest level. Um, we talk about faith a little bit too, um, and so. Uh, don't settle, you know, Phil, with whoever you bring into your team in this, these spaces because, the, it, you know, and he knows this. You've learned from experiences of folks who don't always do what they say they're going to do. And then you've learned from the experiences of the likes of Brooklyn. 
Yep. Who follows through and gets it done. Yep. So that's probably really the question is, how do you get it done consistently, Brooklyn, day in and day out? What motivates you? Well, first, how about we have Brooklyn just kind of go and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and like... um, you went to UW and like, yeah. what did you go to UW for? How did you get uh, helping John with yeah. everything he has going on? And um, let's just hear a little bit about Brooklyn for a sec. Well, thanks. Yeah. So yeah, Brooklyn, Montana just got married. Uh, was Brooklyn Walker still technically Brooklyn Walker, but um, new name will be Brooklyn, Montana. Um, yeah, I I think the work ethic slash organization started back in high school when I met both of these guys. Um, I nannied starting, yeah, high school. And so I would nanny, go to school in the morning. I did running start. Um, then I would go to basketball practice. Then I would go back to nannying and then either go to the Y or go back and do homework. So I always had a lot of things on my schedule. And with that comes, you have to organize it. You have to prioritize, you have to organize, or else it can get overwhelming. So it started at a young age. I, so I started nannying for the File family back in high school. And here we are in business and part of the family. And he's a part of our family. And um, yeah. What else? Who'd Mary? you nanny for oh, after that? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so I nannied... Um, from a very young age. And my goal when I was like 10 or 11 uh, was to nanny for a professional athlete. So I graduated from high school, had my two year um, associate's degree. I took a year off. Um, My sister was diagnosed with uh, stage four cancer. So I was able to take a year off. Then I returned back to the University of Washington um, and graduated from there. Uh, but while I was there... At 21. At 21, <laughs> Phil. I didn't even have an associate's degree at 21. <laughs> well, there was a great program I joined. So She almost, um, went, to, she almost went to Oregon. I did. No, we had a committee of people walking her back off that ledge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Praise Jesus, Brooklyn is a husky. Yes. And she finished what I... More of a wazoo guy. I dropped out. Of, well, hey, <laughs> I, I went from WSU, or I went from UW to WSU online, so I know what it's like to not finish at UW. So Brooklyn. Hey, finished. I almost didn't finish either. Brooklyn I almost finished. didn't go back to school with the support of the files, and a brother said you need to finish. I said, all right, I will go do that. So I finished. That's why I went back to school, and finished at the U. Um, and my first year at UW, I had got a job, gotten a job at Safeco, uh, or. I guess it's T-Mobile Park now uh, with the Seattle Mariners. I was doing marketing for them. Best like, record they've awesome. had in the last 10 years that year. It was a great Almost a made great the playoffs. Job Didn't quite. Ran around with the Mariner Moose. Was on screen doing games and giveaways. is awesome. Um, and did not return the next year. Um, however, I got connected with um, a player on the team there with his wife. And I started nannying for uh, the Seegers there and stayed with them for the year. And I knew if I did not stop nannying then, I probably never would have. It was an awesome job, um, an incredible experience, an incredible family, and I loved doing it. But I knew um, I was meant to do something else and to go. I wanted to 
start a business um, and do that. So I talked with John, started at their ProStar Insurance, lasted about three weeks before I sat down with John, gave him my year's notice saying, hey, John, I love you, I love your family, but I, I don't love doing insurance. <laughs> so you don't want to sit at May 30th or 30th? Nope. Uh, I loved connecting with people. I loved being face-to-face connecting. And he, he's like, all right, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to do real estate. And he's like, all right, let's go. And so here we are. We have ProStar Realtors now. And that's been going three and a half years. And, and it yeah. literally, there's a lot of work involved. But it literally is that simple, right? Like, it's like, that's the thing I hope people hear is the simplicity of what Brooklyn said. I was 10, 11 years old. I had a dream to nanny for a professional athlete. I, I ended up, she went to the Mariners organization, um, you know, and, and as a navigator, you know, and she was in college. And, and like she said, you know, things led to the next thing. She, but she always worked hard. But she had, it was that simple. Like, and so it was like, oh, real estate. Well, shoot. If it's the right heart and that's the right thing to do, they put a, I, I think I told her, she goes, could we do that? I'm like, they put a man on the moon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course. So that uh, that heart and that idea is, is so cool. And she didn't mention, like she said, she took a gap year and uh, our kids would go with her to multitudes of chemotherapy, 12 mm-hmm. chemotherapy weeks mm-hmm. and and she was with uh, Rayma. So, like, it's funny because her story, we want to talk about faith, community, <laughs> and women in business. And she just gave a con- encapsulation of, like, the Everything. whole, the whole <laughs> thing. Yeah, which is legit. And it's, it's, but it's so, so often it's like people want to create a strategy. They want to create a, a 25-point plan. And, and what if it's just, what if it's just simple. so simple? It's just like Phil says at the beginning of the podcast consistently kicking the day's ass yeah and having a clarity and a dream and a vision and that's exactly how we started this podcast you started you had to be like i i could do that some of the greatest things just start with i could do that Mm -hmm. i like that i I could push a lawnmower yeah i people people like like they and they like my work they like what i do and that's that's what brooklyn has Everywhere she goes, it's clear that she cares. It's clear that she's on the. She wants to give more than she takes. She wants to be. She wants to add value to the stream of life. And I think so often people get the cart before the horse. Right. Is they want to take. They want to fix. They want it now. You know. You know. It's like that Kanye song we were playing. Wait till I get my money right. <laughs> you know. And and so they put all that primarily. Um, and yet the fact of the matter is what's fun too, when you're connected, like in your community yeah. and you're connected with your, you know, family and friends and you're looking out for one another, it's pretty cool how, how it can all go. So yeah, we're excited. I'm excited to have Brooklyn on here, Phil. Heck yeah. Come on. So, I mean, John has a lot of things going on and I feel like Brooklyn is one of the main, uh, the keys to John's success, to say the least. Um, maybe not totally because John's successful uh, by himself, but it's always good to have a, a good helper. Um, yeah. So, like, yeah. what is some of your um, biggest tips in or like things that you use 
to stay uh, organized on a daily basis and to create team chemistry with um, everybody at like ProStar, whatever you guys are doing. It seems like everybody's always in it 100%. And like that's what everybody needs in their landscaping business, not only to be organized, but also to have like a team feeling so everybody feels like they're a part of the football team, you know? Um, so like maybe tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, so I'll hit the first one with, um, staying organized, um, day to day. Obviously, if you look at the scope of things and all the things that all of us are involved with, it looks overwhelming when you initially look at it. But so what I do is just take it day to day. Um, I wish I had my note card here. I have, so John was here for 10 hours today in, in, in the state. And so I actually had us scheduled hour by hour while he's here. Cause there's a lot that needs to get done. And when I'm working with people like you, Phil, and with John, where you do have a lot of things and a lot of people and a lot of places to be people to see things to get done, emails, um, I want to make sure I'm helping you guys utilize your time um, the best way possible. Listen to this, Phil. This is how good it is, okay? This is how good it is. Brooklyn mentioned she got married recently. So her husband, Tate, is in the insurance business. Tate actually likes insurance. Tate lasted longer than we I did. We just saw Tate. Tate, Tate actually, you know something. So Tate actually likes insurance. So I just got a text from Tate. I just got a text from Tate. And I want to, I want to read this. Because, okay, you, you hit on organization. Let's go back there. This shows you where my mind goes. My mind goes into in, is referral, is keep, keep Which is party. awesome. This is yeah. what I need him to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Make it rain. So, but Tate, um, it's a drought, bring the rainstorm. Okay, Tate says, client about to tell 18-person core group about me for insurance. Not a bad referral, Right. And I said, let's go. And she said, let's go. So if you can get, this is the theory. I I see like a boat. If if you don't need people to row the same speed, right? One person's on the right oar, one person's on the left oar. One person's on the organization oar, one person's on the, maybe the money oar. One person's on the, lead roll, the the, the pull the handle roll. Somebody, whatever, whatever the roles might be. Somebody might be on, in in your world, somebody might be on, on marketing in landscaping, somebody might be on on the books. Somebody might be on business development. Somebody might be on account, keeping people happy and having a good plan for 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 cadence for thanking people, you know, or whatever. And somebody might be on on the push mower division. Somebody might be on you know kind of cleanups and other projects. Somebody might you know and own this. But I think what she she's describing so well is if you know what your role, if you know what your role is. If everybody has a sense of a role, it's like the U.S. military is so good at this. And so, but it takes some thinking, it takes some strategy, it takes some thought to know, make sure everybody's got a role. Because what happens in absence of that is everybody just gets up every day and tries. And, 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 and God, some people go work smarter and some people go work harder. We're here to say both, right? Both. You need both because there's some people working really freaking hard who aren't getting anywhere in this life. And then there's some people who think the shit out of things and they can tell you all about how good it can be. And they got this plan and tell me, let me tell you about my plan, but they don't get around to doing nothing. Right? 
you know need, people like that. You need both. You yep. need both. And so anyway, and so what Brooklyn described is she knows she knows the role. She knows if I don't have a plan for us getting out of here in the next fourteen minutes from now, like as we sit in this moment, like we might we might miss a flight and, and there's no question when you jam time up and you screw up schedules um, unnecessarily, but she also understands prioritization. So like being with you right now is a priority. So she gets, so you have to have both, I think. So you that have takes to a lot of practice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you have to, you have to be able to communicate so that you, everybody's on the same page. And then, and then when push does come to shove from time to time, frankly, yeah, I would, Boehner would call this, Coach Boehner would call this, it's 51%. I might pull the 51% card and go, listen, we're going this way. And she's like, okay. And it's easy, and it's done, and and it might suck. And if it sucks, the key is ah, let's not do that twice. And if it if you know what I mean, and that's the key. And the same thing with me. If Phil goes, hey Johnny, I need this, and I'd go, it's on his way over here. I need, hey, can you stop by the office? I need to grab something. He goes in there, the guy who's supposed to give it to him is not even there. <laughs> and so so it just isn't complicated. And 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 so he calls me, boom, and and so I think we I think we overthink some of this stuff. But at the same time, Phil goes, hey, John, I need you to go. Oh, it's like when we went to Michigan, the Entrepreneur Conference. Like, yeah, let's go. Like, like yeah. if I looked up and we ran into a wall, like Phil ran me straight into a wall and it hurt. And it was like, I expected it to go this way and it went that way. I would look up at Phil and I'd go, did he know that wall was there? And as long as he didn't know that wall was there, it's all good. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll keep running. But what actually happened at the Entrepreneur? You had a great time, John. You know, that's what I'm and saying. John, I'll go do it again. I'm I was in. like, yeah, I might be going to Michigan, and he was like, oh, really? When? And I was like, uh, in two days. And he was like, really? I'll go. So then he, and then we got the tickets the next day. So yeah, we pull it, the trigger. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's what Phil and, and that pull the trigger is key. That's key. You, the paralysis analysis. So there's, 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 there's. I just want to be clear on that. Organization doesn't mean lack of ability to pull the trigger. We're too organized, so we can't execute yeah. on whatever it might be. You have to be able to execute at high speed because that's what wins. Speed kills. It kills in car wrecks, and it kills in drugs, and it kills in business. And by the way, it kills in sports because you can't coach speed. You can't coach it. Yep. So there you go. There's my speed kills, but speed kills. But so the last thing I'll say on this, and then Brooke tells more on organization or whatever Phil wants to hear about, and I'll shut up. But it's, and I'm looking at this thing right here. It's sitting on my, my thing right by my computer. It's been there forever. Okay. Culture. Culture matters. I only have like four things on here. Four things on here. But this is the whole deal. You got to know what mission you're on. You got to have action over planning, which is what Phil just talked about. Pull the trigger. Yeah, I'm in. Let's go. You got to have targets, meaning you got to know what your goals are. And then you have to have some clarity and accountability. Like you got to know, okay, that was, you dropped the football there. That was your ball and you dropped it. Sorry. But then the big box, the one that's most important, if you don't have all the rest of this stuff, we'll talk about the rest of this podcast will not matter. Is trust. And the speed of trust rolls. And that's what we got. That's what we're sitting here with the three of us. It's just a high level of trust. And we're not going to always get it right. I would say John is a pretty trust, trusting dude uh, because he trusts me quite a bit and 
chill guy. He's going to let me make a podcast in his garage and <laughs> he's going to the airport in a couple minutes. Um, but anyways, this is Brooklyn's podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk about a couple more things with Brooklyn here. So we kind of talked about running teams. So like, how do you, because like this can coordinate with like landscapers, like yeah. real estate teams, like whatever it is, like, uh, like how do you run teams and, uh, like keep everybody getting along, working on task and like keeping everybody having yeah. fun? I think honestly, like what we had just said, one of the biggest parts of that is trust, um, trust in your team members that they're doing the best that they can do and doing what you have, um, given them to do. Um, and I would say John has done that really well with our teams is um, he's had or given us the freedom to um, discover and to fail and to do all these things. But within all of that is the trust. Um, and so let's say with our insurance team, he's also I, I mean, I lasted three weeks there, but he he had that open mind to say, well, what do you want to do? And so it's in landscaping. If you have a guy that loves mowing lawns, but you have him taking down trees or whatever you guys are doing, you got to see their dreams and let them go with it. Um, run with it like John did. You got to run with it. Um, and so I would say the biggest thing is trust in that. Um and allowing your team members be who they want to be within obviously the limits and right. giving them that freedom. And it's a mutual trust. They trust you and you trust them. And obviously there's going to be times we fail and it sucks and it hurts, but you keep going and you learn. And so when I went to John three weeks into insurance, I was crying and saying, I'm sorry, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to do this necessarily. I'm willing to do it, but it's this, it's not my dream. It's not what I'm seeing myself doing, but I'm willing. And so there's that mutual trust within us. He knows I'm a hard worker or whatnot. And he's like, are you committed? And I said, yep, I'm committed. So let's go. And he runs with it. Here's a question kind of off the grid. Okay. <laughs> um, so we talk about, we got on our list here, finding ways to win. I feel like both John and Brooklyn always find a way to win. Um, so, like, you're you're a competitor. You always played basketball. Uh, you had brothers that wanted to play sports all the time. How do you think um, your competitive winning edge yeah. helps you in the business world? That's a good question. I want to win. <laughs> and so it's pretty simple as that, like, I, I'm I'm gonna keep going until I win, and I will surround myself with winners as well. And both of you guys are winners, and that's why I'm sitting here today. And why I've connected all of us is we see the best in each other, and we want each other to win, and we win if we're all winning. And, and I'd add one thing quickly, Rhett, and then just go back to Brooklyn's thoughts because this is awesome. I'm getting a lot out of this too. Is I just heard this this idea, but. People aren't born winners. They're not born losers. They're born choosers, right? And so, like, the uh, when she talks about surrounding yourself with people, there's the competitive spirit, which is what you're talking about, this will to succeed in whatever your objective is. Um, but the ability to make to choice to make choices 
um, in succession and to learn from them is a really powerful quality of a team member that I think often is overlooked. And when we take away the people's ability to make choices, we enable, uh, we keep ourselves from growing and improving and innovating the business. And, and if you fail to innovate at anything, a business, your family, your life, eventually it's obsolete. Eventually you, you lose. And so that's another piece of the competitive mindset that we all consistently kind of strive for together is finding ways to win smarter, more intelligently, and be open to that, to making different choices within the constraints of whatever the goal is. Because yeah. that's what you're talking about. Like, if we got a goal, she had a goal to nanny for a professional athlete, and she did it. She felt her heart was like be going to real estate, and she did it, right, et cetera. So yeah. Yeah. we had a goal to start a wildlife team of middle schoolers where there was nothing to encourage middle schoolers, and we did it. And it's as simple as, like, take out a piece of white paper and write it down. Yeah. Whatever it is, get it on paper and look at it. And tell, 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 tell your team about it and figure out who's on board and who's not. So anyway. Yeah. And then after you get it on the paper, you have to go do get it. Get after yeah. it. Yeah. You just say, I want to have a lawn mowing business. And you put lawn mowing business on your whiteboard and the lawnmower you're going to have and uh, the weed whacker. But like, if all you do is write things on your, on your uh, whiteboard and you don't actually like put in the work and go actually do it, you're going to, you're still going to be writing on the whiteboard after like a year. So get after it. Get yeah. after it. Take action. Um, finally, uh, what, what are like some of your goals, uh, Brooklyn? Yeah. Some of your One life of- goals, maybe like your guys' business goals. Yeah. Um, maybe goals with Tate. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, honestly, one of my biggest goals is to help others. And and this is something that you have to teach too, because I was taught it to dream. I want others to have that freedom to dream big. Um, And that's my biggest dream is to be able to spread that message and to help others. Um, I mean, John and Adrian, his wife, they really played that part in, um, high school and I realized as I watched him and his family and wow I I can have something like that but it it takes work it takes dreaming though and they always encouraged me what do you want to do and it's a crazy thing but it's also it's it's scary if you think about it if you really want something if you really are dreaming for something it can happen and so um there's power in that and so making sure it's aligned and um with what you really want because if you really want something to happen it can happen and so yeah my biggest dream is to be able to spread that message um through love the process and through young life and through um any way i can connect with people i love connecting with people and actually when i went into um, real estate with john uh, my my slogan was help people turn their dreams into a reality. And I, I thought that was a real estate slogan, but I'm coming to realize it's more than helping them find their dream house. But really it's 
their actual life dreams, um, travel, family, all of that. And so that's my biggest dream is to help people in that way. Obviously, I've got goals and dreams too with having my own family. I'm youngest of five. And so um, family was always a big thing for us. And that's obviously one of our dreams is to have a family and create dreamers. She's going to make it happen. So <laughs> how about this? One last question. Right. Um, so what has been your uh, biggest moment or your your favorite moment in uh, like your working career with like maybe Pro Star or yeah. uh, Love the Process? Yeah. Or- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you two. One of them was... I was sick to my stomach for three, four days saying, I'm about to quit this job, ProStar Insurance. And I I was sick because I was like, I have something good and I know this culture is incredible. Am I giving something up by not staying here? And so God knew my dream and I wanted to do real estate though. And so when I went to John, I was like, giving my year's notice but I want to start something. And so That's when, good. It was a so year that, notice too. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I wasn't just going to quit on him. <laughs> People quit on me in one day. Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I, I wanted to show too that I'm committed. I'm not, I'm going to, do whatever it takes. And that's part of the winning and competitive culture in me. And, um, I'm not a quitter. I guess I did. I, I quit on John on the insurance side, but here I am quit still for working better for ProStar Insurance. Um, but he, he ran with it. Like we talked about, which is incredible. Um, I don't even remember the question. It's, oh, it's, it's like, what's your best? Oh your yeah. Best and then the second one was, um, while we were dreaming, of businesses and what do we want to do? We had a dream session and I said, I want to go um, on a mission trip. And so one of the most surreal moments was we were in Haiti with all these kids playing soccer in a field where they're all barefoot and there's who knows what on this ground. I mean, it was, it was, there was goats and there was metal pieces and there, it was just very surreal of this. We dreamt this. And it's happening. Um, and that was incredible. We took our real estate team um, to Haiti. And they were incredible. And um, I learned so much from the people there. So, yeah, that was actually one of my the coolest big moments in a business if so you, far. So if you could give our listeners one tip for a winning competitive edge to help them in their lawn care business or landscaping, or pressure washing, or whatever it may be, what would that be? Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> just like Nike. I love my Nike. How about I- you, John? What would you, what would you say? <laughs> yeah, just... Live lucky. Well, it's good to be lucky. <laughs> it's good to be lucky. Matter of fact, if you think you're unlucky, change your mind. Uh, decide to be lucky. Um, I think mindset matters. Uh, but I, I, I really think... Um, and I, yeah, okay, you want one other than just do it? Yeah. Um, I think it comes down to, we. Brooklyn was part of, uh, when she was in college, she needed an internship. And so we created one, <laughs> like we do. I actually got a 15-year-old uh, cousin who's going to come and going to be on an indefinite internship. And we've had multiple interns through 
ProStar through our house and, and you know, and some of the greatest. I mean, I can go through a litany of interns. But anyway, Brooke was an intern uh, at one time, and it was, uh, we came up with this idea called One Mission Mindset. And there's three concepts that we came up with that we think matter equally. Three concepts. And it was dream, which she just talked about. Lead, which you talked about, means get after it. Okay, dreaming without getting after it is futile. So dream, lead, give. This virtuous synergy of dreaming, leading, and giving back to your communities, to your families, to other local business owners, to those who are in your industry. And by the way, Phil, as I sit here, I get a little goosebumpy because you're a product of that. You're a product of that exact idea. You dreamed You've yeah. got after it, and you give back. And you give back to the community. You hire kids in this local community. You can't wait to you know get on the sports cast. By the way, I, I'm sending Kim Munson. To, you know we're gonna get on the sports cast. We're gonna give shout outs to Phil's landscaping with a, <laughs> with a with a stinking nationally recognized announcer. It's gonna announce bottle football games starting March 12th, and you're gonna be able to give. Yeah. And so dream lead gift. Yeah. I cannot wait to give away a free mulch job at the Bothell Banquet. Hey-o. Hey-o. There you go. Yeah, maybe a free mow for Vayner. I don't know, but he <laughs> likes to mow his own lawn. Uh, yeah. Well, that's going to be our podcast for today, guys. Uh, we are very thankful to have Brooklyn Walker and John File in the house today, uh, but they got to get going to uh, their next mission. So, thanks for having me. Like a bad penny, I will turn up again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Kick some ass. Let's go. It was all a dream. I used to read. Phil's Landscaping Magazine.